1: Good morning, dear ones. Good morning, beloved family. How are you doing today? I pray that you are well. All is well here in Beloit. Um, we're thrilled, and um, we've heard from so many of you who have contributed to Life Funder, um, the, the wonderful um, fund drive for our new home that LifeSite has set up. I think we're, I don't know, 35 or so percent. Uh, toward the goal, with um, I don't know how many days left. Um, I have to look it up, but I, I just want to thank all of you. I wish I could hug you, put a, just my arms around each of you who have been so wonderful and so generous. Um, and I'm just thrilled. Over 500 of you have responded, um, and some with uh, just every every manner of gift. And we're we're just so grateful um to have you with us um, and to um to not be alone, none of us are alone in this world, dear ones, none of us are alone um, the station of the cross is going to have a um fun drive uh next month, and um I know you'll be hearing more about it, but um I, and I'll be with you every day through that fun drive. i i cannot I, I cannot say enough how grateful I am for the Station of the Cross. Um, without them, I wouldn't be on live site news. Uh, I don't know where we'd be, but I'm so, so grateful for uh, Site news who and for the especially the Station of the Cross, who began a Mother Miriam live with me. Uh, I don't know how long ago, but much longer than um, than the program has been live streamed, um, and it's all because of you. It's all because of the supporters of the Station of the Cross, and I'm I know they have many, many fantastic programs, wonderful, faithful Catholic hosts, uh, an enormous variety of programming to help in every manner of our life. And again, I can't be more grateful for being included in that programming schedule and for all of you who support LifeSite News so, and the Station of, of the Cross, especially um, the Station of the Cross because we are recorded um, through their headquarters in Buffalo and then the the live stream um, is through both LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross and we're, I don't know how to say thank you enough, but to tell you that there'll be a... Um, fund drive next month, and I won't miss a moment of it. I'll be with you all the way through that fund drive. And uh, no one has to wait for a st- fund drive to donate to thestationofthecross.com. Uh, go on their website, uh, iCatholic Radio, uh, call them however you wish to, and I'm I'm utterly, utterly grateful. We have been reading through Victory Over Vice by Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Um, published by uh, Sophia Institute Press, and um, just a gem of a book. And again, Archbishop uh, Sheen has said that it's the seven deadly sins that put our Lord on the cross. And so this good and saintly archbishop has taken uh, the seven deadly sins and matched them to our Lord's seven last words on the cross and we have gone through the first four and we're now more than halfway through the fifth word on the cross which is I thirst and to which Archbishop Sheen has attached the deadly sin of gluttony and he says in the beginning gluttony is an inordinate indulgence in food or drink either in taking more than is necessary, in taking it at the wrong time, or in taking it too luxuriously. It is sinful because reason demands that food and drink be taken for the necessities and conveniences of nature, not for pleasure alone. And Archbishop uh, Sheen goes on to describe uh, many instances in scripture and where he ends, uh, the last paragraph, he says, the money, because it's not simply in eating, he says, the money we spend in the excesses of bodily hunger and thirst will do us no good on the last day. But the poor, whom we have assisted by our restraint and mortification, will stand up as so many advocates before the bar of divine justice and will plead for mercy on our souls even though they were once heavenly laden with sin. The heavenly judge cannot be bought with money but he can be swayed by the poor on that last day. The only one that really counts will be fulfilled. The beautiful prophetic words of the mother of our Lord, quote, he hath filled the hungry with the good things and the rich he hath sent away empty. When such surrender of the superfluous food and drink are made for the soul's sake, and of course, this is the perfect time during Lent to make that um, surrender. When such surrenders of the superfluous food and drink are made for the soul's sake, let it all be done in a spirit of joy, and when you fast, be not as the hypocrites. Um, in other words, don't be sad, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Amen. This is these are our Lord's words um, from, um, from Matthew. Um, Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thy head and wash thy face, that thou appear not to men to fast, but to thy Father who is in secret, and thy Father who seeth in secret will repay thee. We are, end quote from the Gospel of Matthew, our Lord's words. Bishop Sheen continues, We are, in addition, to cultivate a spiritual hunger and thirst. Mortification of the bodily appetites is only a means, it's not an end. The end is union with God, the soul's desire. Taste and see that the Lord is sweet, wrote the psalmist. The great tragedy of life is not so much what men have suffered, but what they have missed It comes within the compass of a a few to satisfy their earthly desires with wealth. But there is no man living who, if he will it, could not enjoy the spiritual food and drink that God serves to all who ask. And yet how few there are who ever think of nourishing their souls. How few there must have been in Jerusalem to have drawn from our Lord the sweet complaint, quote, how often would I have gathered together thy children as the hen doth gather her chickens under her wings, and thou wouldst not. Beloved, that is one of the most heart-wrenching, heart-rending passages of all of Scripture for me because he's addressing his own people. He's addressing the Jews. That statement from Scripture begins, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how oft would I have gathered thee as a hen gathers her chicks, but thou would not, thou would not. Well, indeed, Archbishop Sheen continues, indeed might the Savior say to us, as we listen to the cry, I thirst. The words he addressed to the women at the well, If thou didst know the gift of God, and who it is, and who he is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou perhaps would have asked him, and he would have given thee living water. But how many ask, Consider the greatest gift of God to men, the bread of life. How few avail themselves of the divine presence to break their fast each morning on the heavenly food of the soul. How many are sufficiently conscious that our Lord is present in the tabernacle to pay a daily visit to him in his prison of love. Prison of love. That's the tabernacle, beloved. If we do not, what does it witness to but the deadening of our spiritual sense. Our body would miss a desert more than our soul would miss a communion. No wonder our crucified Redeemer thirsted for us on the cross, thirsted for our unresponsive hearts and dulled souls. And let us not think that His thirst is a proof of His need. It's a proof of our own need. He does not need us for his perfection any more than we need the flower that blooms outside our window for our perfection. In dry seasons, we desire rain for the flower, not because we need the rain, but because the flower needs it. In like manner, God thirsts for us, not because he needs us for happiness, but because we need him for our has. There's the music for our first break, beloved. We'll continue this right after the break. And then at the half hour, we will take your calls, your texts, your emails, and the toll-free number, call in anytime, is 1-877-511-5483, or you may email at mother at com. We'll be right back.
2: Thank you for helping to save the culture.
3: We offer several ways to view our programming grid, including at our website, thestationofthecross.com, and on our iCatholic Radio app. Just click the menu icon in the top left portion of our app and select the link to our programming grid. That's at thestationofthecross.com and on our free iCatholic Radio app for Android and Apple mobile devices.
2: Praise be to Jesus. Hi, this is Joe McLean, host of the Catholic Drive Time Morning Show, joining you on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network each weekday morning at 7 a.m. We'll keep you informed and inspired with insightful guests and breaking news stories of the day. That's the Catholic Drive Time, weekday morning, 7 a.m. on the Station of the Cross and the iCatholic Radio app. We'll see you then. May God love you.
1: I am so thrilled to be with you, and I would like to finish this chapter on gluttony. You probably want me to finish it, too, um, in correspondence with our Lord's word, uh, his fifth word from the cross, I thirst. Bishop Sheen says, just going to back up one paragraph here, how many are sufficiently conscious that our Lord is present in the tabernacle to pay a daily visit to him in his prison of love. If we do not, what does it witness to but the deadening of our spiritual sense? Our body would miss a dessert more than our soul would miss a communion. No wonder our crucified Redeemer thirsted for us on the cross thirsted for our unresponsive hearts and dulled souls. And let us not think that his thirst is a proof of his need. It's a proof of our own need. He does not need us for his perfection any more than we need the flower that blooms outside our window for our perfection. In dry seasons, we desire rain for the flower, not because we need the rain, but because the flower needs it. In like manner, God thirsts for us, not because he needs us for happiness, but because we need him for our happiness. Without him, it is impossible for us to develop. Just as certain diseases, such as rickets and anemia, arise in the body from a deficiency of unnecessary, of rather necessary vitamins, so too our characters fail, because of a deficiency of the spirit. The vast majority of men and women in the world today are so underdeveloped spiritually that if a like deficiency showed in their bodies, they would be physically monstrosities. They would be physical monstrosities. What a, what a statement. How many millions of minds there are today that are devoid of one single satisfying truth that they can carry through life to sustain them in the sorrows and console them at their death. How many millions of wills there are that have not yet found the goal of life and that because they are presently without it, flit like butterflies from one colored emotion to another, unable to find repose. Let them cultivate a taste for something more than bread and circuses. Let them sound the depths of their beings to discover, to discover there the arid wastes crying for the refreshment of everlasting fountains. Of course, these immense, emanci- eman- sorry, these emaciated, hungry souls are not altogether to blame. They have heard preachers without end preaching go to Christ. But what does that mean? Go back 2,000 years? If so, then have they not a right to doubt the divinity of him who could not project himself through time? Look up to heaven? If so, then what has become of his blessing, his forgiveness of sinners, his truth that he said would endure until the end of time? Where is his authority, his power, his life now? Is it not someplace on earth? Then why did he come to earth? To leave only the echo of his words, the record of his deeds, and then to slip away, leaving us only a history of its teachers? Somewhere on earth today is his truth. He that heareth you, our Lord said, heareth me. Somewhere on earth is his power. Behold, our Lord said, I have given you power. Somewhere on earth is his life. Quote, The bread that I will give you is my flesh for the life of the world. Where to find it? There is an institution on the face of the earth that claims to possess all these things. And to those who have knocked at its portals, and have asked for a drink has come to the elixir of divine life and with it the peace that comes to those who drink and never thirst again and eat and never hunger again. To each and every one of us inside and outside the church our Lord asks, will you accept the cup of my love. Isn't that an incredible, beloved? He doesn't say, When will you love me? Will you ever love me? doesn't say that. When will you accept my love? When will you let me love you? Will you accept the cup of my love? He took our cup of hate and bitterness in uh, Gethsemane, and its dregs were so bitter that they made him cry out, My Father. If it is possible, let this chalice pass from me. But he drank every drop of it. If he drank our cup of hates, why do we not drink his chalice of pardon? Why then, when he cries, I thirst, do we give him vinegar and gall? Those are the end. That is the end of Bishop Sheen's words. And he concludes with a poem from Arthur Shearley Cripps, C-R-I-P-P-S. I cannot tell the half of it, yet hear what rush of feeling still comes back to me. From that proud torture hanging on the cross, from that gold rapture of his heart in mine, I know in blissful anguish what it means to be a part of Christ and feel as mine the dark distresses of my brother limbs, to feel it bodily and simply true, to feel as mine the starving of his poor, to feel as mine the shadow of curse on all, hard words, hard looks, and savage misery, and struggling deaths, unpitied and unswept, to feel rich brothers, and satieties the weary manner of their lives and deaths that want to love and lacking love lack all to feel the heavy sorrow of the world thicken and thicken on no future on to future hell to mighty cities with their miles of secrets rather their miles of streets where men seek work for days and walk and starve freezing on river banks on wintry nights and come at last to cord or stream or steel the horror of the things our brothers bear it was but naught to that which after came the woe of things we make our brothers bear our brothers and our sisters in my heart Christ's heart seemed beating and the world's whole sin its crimson malice And gray negligence rose up and blackening hid the face of God. You'd have to read that a few times, dear ones, to probably absorb it all. But it is we who hide the face of God. It is we who keep God from us, not God who keeps himself from us. We have turned our back on him, dear ones. We have pushed him away. We've pushed him out of our schools even out of many of our churches, out of our society. And now we complain and are in distress because the government is closing down churches. Is it our fault the government is closing down churches? Well, no doubt it is the enemy of our souls that is at the core of that. But it is the enemy of our souls that we have let in to our souls, to our homes, to our churches. We are the ones that have put in office those who now govern us, who are against us, who are attack, who are, who attack us, even many who claim to be Catholic and yet um, put into law the murder of millions and millions of children. Um, Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And he is doing that, beloved. In our encroaching evil, in our darkening days, what looks like hopelessness. There is never hopelessness in Christ. There is no despair in Christ. There is only hope. Our Lord is building his church. He had He didn't have us with us. He didn't have us with him so much in freedom, in prosperity, when we had the freedom to worship as we wished. But we didn't. So many didn't go to church. Um, So many um, decided to worship their own way. And so our Lord has brought persecution on us, as he did in the first century to the Jews who became complacent to the first Christians who were Jews, who became complacent, then they were persecuted, and they hid. God doesn't want us to hide. We have the only truth that the world needs, desperately needs, the only message of salvation, the only one who can save, the Savior of the world, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Jewish Messiah, the savior of the entire world, Jew and Gentile alike, and we reject him. He lets us reject him, but he will, he waits, he longs for us to return to him while it is yet day, while there is still time. And I said yesterday, whether you are a new sheep, an old sheep, a cradle sheep, uh, a convert sheep, a lay person, a priest, a bishop, a cardinal, whoever you are, come home. If you have strayed from the path, your shepherd loves you no less now than he did when he died for you on the cross. He died to forgive you. And those words, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do, are his words to you today. No different. He has nothing more to do than he's already done. Already done. And he says, come, my child, come, my beloved priest. And you as a priest said, Father, I can't come to you anymore. I I have committed abominable crimes. I have been responsible for the grave sins of many others. I have led them into sin. I have destroyed their lives. Our Lord says, Father, forgive him. He knows not what he does. But I did know what I was doing. Father, no, you didn't because sin blinds us. Sin blinds us. It shuts out truth and the life of God. If you have any ounce of sorrow, any ounce of repentance, run to God, run to your Lord Jesus. Embrace Him, and He will embrace you. It's not too late, as long as you have breath. Don't let shame and guilt stop you from coming to the only savior of your soul there is no other he won't condemn you if you repent you may condemn yourself but god doesn't want that he wants repentance that you would come to him and be saved today he says if you hear his voice don't harden your heart come to him repent and be saved and then he'll use you as an instrument of his love we'll be right back
2: the future of the family is grim. As Our Lady of Fatima said, the final battle will be for the family. It truly seems as though we're in the heat of this final battle, and we need your help. Our mission at LifeSight News is to educate and activate readers with the information they need to defend life and the family and restore Christian culture. We are currently the most popular pro-life website on the internet, with over 40 million unique users every year. And we've been experiencing an even bigger reach than ever this year. But we need your help to reach more of the 7.7 billion people on earth if we are to truly succeed in changing the culture. Please consider donating to help our mission of promoting the culture of life and fearless defenders of the faith like Mother Miriam. Visit give.lifesite.news.com to give today. Thank you for your support
1: Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam. Many of you are familiar with Mother Miriam Live, but I wonder if you have listened to some of the other programs from the Station of the Cross, such as The Catholic Current. Father Robert McTague discusses important topics in the Church and in the world each weekday at 5 p.m. Eastern. You can listen anytime to The Catholic Current as a podcast on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. a whole half hour together, and my favorite part of the program to take your calls, your texts, your emails toll free number one eight seven seven five one one five four eight three or email at mother at the station of the um, The station of the cross has been um, kind enough to uh, take a couple of your comments from Facebook concerning Mary's Oblates. So we have a third order. That we began i don 't know um, how long ago, maybe a year and a half, and we began it not because we were ready for all that extra um, the time and, and the involvement that it would take, but because so many were um, screaming out for help and to know their faith, so we started that. Um, we're the Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope, Benedictine Oblates of the Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope, which we shorten to Mary's Oblates because we're Daughters of Mary. And we have a um, uh, tab on our website Mother Mir- um, at www.motherofisraelshope.org. There's a tab on that uh, toward the left, between the left and the center, that says Mary's Oblates and you can click on that. You can download the application form. You can um, see all our newsletters to date. We've really just had four. Uh, one, two, and three were separate. Newsletter four through six was one big fat newsletter, so you can see all that. Following that, we sent out a Christmas newsletter, and all our oblates are on our complete mailing list so every oblate would have gotten that Um, with a book that we included on the Jewish Roots of Mary by Bran Petrie it was a gift to everyone Um, and a CD in that mailing as well it was a big Christmas mailing we've not been able to send out anything since then we couldn't even send out a full oblate Christmas newsletter because um or a separate oblate, because we, right in the middle of moving, um, we came to Beloit December 22nd, uh, three days before Christmas, and so we had all we could do to get that mailing in the mail before we left Tulsa. Uh, we're still in Beloit, um Uh, i'll bring you up to date we mentioned that we had already purchased a a house that's going to become our guest house and it's being painted now Um, thanks to all your generosity we had the money to close on it and to get the title and now we need to uh, make some repairs and paint and and set it up And so we're in the middle of doing that, but I've mentioned that we need a much larger house to take in more women until we're able to build a monastery. And we've just made an offer on that house, and um, we may hear as soon as this afternoon if that offer is going to be accepted. Um, uh, we normally don't make an offer, we normally just pay the asking price, but this house has quite a number of problems, and we're going to need a lot more money than than we're going to buy it for in order to make it suitable for us and many more women. So that just happened. And so with that, um, the life site, uh, lifefunder.com, uh, is going to be enormously helpful. Its goal is two hundred thousand. We're going to need some a bit more than that. But um, I bless all of you who have donated, and I'll give you out the web- website for those who wish to uh, contribute as well. Um, it is uh, lifefunder one word dot com forward slash and then the initials of our community. Uh, daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's hope. So all caps, D for Daughters, D O M M O I H. LifeFunder.com forward slash D O M M O I H. And I I just um let me just see if I could see how we're doing on that. I I don't often go to it. Um we're thirty-five percent funded. Um, We have 71 of the 200,000 needed with 18 days to go. So um, I bless all of you and hug you through the camera uh, who who have contributed. Uh, Every penny will be used for that house, not for any other support, totally for the house. We're going to need more than 200,000 at this point if that second house comes through. So um, we bless all of you. Um, With that... We had a couple of messages on Facebook who, of women who have uh, applied to become Mary's Oblates. Now, the Oblates, we have single women, we have single men, we have whole families, uh, anyone worldwide, you can apply to be an Oblate of Mary. There's no pr- problem, and all we need is your application and your uh, automatically, you're automatically a candidate, and there's a, we we mail a, um, a, a a commentary on the Rule of Saint Benedict with the rule, a beautiful comoda- commentary that uh, contains the rule to everybody who applies. Um, it's a thirty five dollar book, and we're able to offer it for twenty dollars. So if you um, from the publisher, so if you uh, fill out that form and send just twenty dollars for the oblate commentary. We will mail you the commentary along with a blessed medal of uh, St. Benedict, which we purchased from Clear Creek Monastery in um, Holbert, Oklahoma. Um, and, and those monks blessed those um, medals. So that's normal. But I have two uh, notes from Facebook. One um, uh, two people who sent an application and a tra- check um, and haven't heard back from us. I'm just so sorry. Uh, please know that we have a little stack here of applications um, uh, that we have received. Some of the checks we've even deposited, so they, uh, so you know we have them, um, uh, and and we're going to get to it. Um, this week or next and it's the problem is we didn't take all the material with us from Tulsa and we didn't we hope to be back in Tulsa soon we probably will not be back in Tulsa for another two three weeks and so we're going to get all our material all our books all our blessed medals all and and send it and send it to you so uh, we may have enough here we send out what we have but um Uh, it's going to be a few weeks before the rest of you can receive the materials. I absolutely apologize. I had no idea we'd be in Beloit this long without being able to go back to Tulsa, but we'll be there within three weeks and straighten it all out um, and get uh, 200 boxes that we have packed up. And there's one um, woman who wrote that she sent her check and application to become an oblate and um, it was returned to sender. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know what address you send it to, but let me give you two. If you look on our website, um, you'll see our current address in Beloit, and that's perfect. Anyone who wishes to reach us directly can uh, send it to our temporary address in Beloit, um, and you'll see it on our website, 500 North Mill Street. Uh, Beloit, Kansas six seven four two zero. But go to our website uh, motherofisraelshope dot org, and you'll be able to uh, send. Click on uh, contact. You'll be able to send us letters, donations, and questions, anything you have. Um, if you send them to the Tulsa address, um, I have somebody in Tulsa sending all the mail to us uh, weekly. So. Again, it takes time to get from Tulsa to us and then for us to respond. Um, so go ahead and send it to the Tulsa address or to our address here in Beloit. And again, our website has both. Oh, so sorry to take up all that time, but I, I just needed to answer a whole bunch of questions um, for you all. And we're going to take now um, your emails. And your text and your phone calls again toll-free, our lines are wide open one eight seven seven five one one five four eight three or email at mother at the station dot com. We have an email from Stephen who writes, "I feel as I've been going to mass for all the wrong reasons. I think I have been primarily going to find a spouse. I don't want to allow my desire to find a good Catholic woman to overcome my obligations." to our lord how might you proceed um stephen dear one you you don't even want to go to mass out of obligation to our lord you want to go to mass out of love for him not out of obligation and i think if you were on the phone with me you would say oh yes mother of course out of love i do love our lord i think you would say that but um uh... Uh, desire for a Catholic woman to not overcome your obligation to our Lord again. Two things here. I think you need to grow in deeper love for our Lord and deeper uh, understanding of the Holy Mass. Um, But I think uh, if I were you, which I'm not looking for a spouse because our Lord Jesus is my spouse and I'm not a man, but I think you are not... Uh, don't have a separate problem. I think there are a number of men who would wish that, and um, women who would go to Mass hoping to find a spouse. What I might do, Stephen, to root that out of you, is I would say, Blessed Mother, if our Lord wants me to have a spouse, I want you to pick her for me. And because I have this trouble at Mass... I'm going to ask you to pick a spouse for me outside of Mass who will come from another area and not Mass. And she may go to my church, she may not, but let me not even see her or desire her. Pick a spouse for me, Blessed Mother. She could come from the supermarket anywhere and be a wonderful Catholic mate. But let me, I'm going to have the conviction in my heart that my spouse will not come from my meeting her at church. So when I go to the church, I am there praying. I am there focused on our Lord and the inestimable privilege of being able to receive him in the Holy Eucharist. And I'm not going to focus on a spouse because I'm going to live as if I already know that that spouse is not going to come from my parish so just have that conviction in your heart. Let God do what he wants. But just know when you go to church, um, your, your spouse will not come from that parish or from that fellowship. Whatever it is, lots of young single women, but not one of them will be for, for, for you because our Lord has a different plan for you. That, I would do that. I would play that game, so to speak. I'll say, Lord, whoever you're finding for me is not going to be in that parish. That's the end of it. I ask you not to have that person from that parish so I can come, focus on you, and be the man I need to be for the woman you will eventually bring me. And if I'm more focused on her now or on finding her now than I am on your mass, that's not going to change when I marry it will not change. I will always be focused on a present need that I feel rather than on you, Lord. Draw me into deep relationship and union with you. I would do that, Stephen. Um, Okay. Um, We have a call from Rosa uh, from California. Hello, dear Rosa. Hello,
4: Mother Miriam.
1: Hello, um, my friend. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm
4: doing well. I'm not doing so well, but um, only because I'm very sad, and that's why I'm calling you. It's about the vaccine. Well,
1: let me, let me tell you, my friend, you have a knack. Okay. You have a wonderful <laughs> knack for <laughs> knowing when our breaks are coming up, because that's when you call. So go ahead and begin, but I know the break will interrupt us. Go ahead. Oh, you know what? Well, you, see, you hear it? Already. There it is. Yeah. There it is. All right. Okay.
4: So I'll, I'll catch you on the other side.
1: Hold on, my friend. Okay, and our lines are open. Um, uh, more lines are open uh, apart from Rosadale ones. Feel free to call in toll-free with anything on your heart, one 877 5483 or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We'll be right back.
3: St. Thomas More House of Prayer and discover the prayer that will change your life. The St. Thomas More House of Prayer is a Catholic retreat center dedicated to praying and promoting the Liturgy of the Hours, the prayer of the Church. The Liturgy of the Hours is prayed each day, starting with the Office of Readings at 5.30 a.m. and ending with night prayer at 8 o'clock p.m. So whether you're an individual or a group, schedule your visit today. Go to liturgyofthehours.org or call 814-676-1910. That's 814-676-1910. We would love to help you experience the Liturgy of the Hours and discover the prayer that will change your life.
1: welcome back beloved to mother miriam live we are on the line with rosa we just started when the break came up and anybody else who wishes to call feel free to call in toll free one 877 5483 or email at mother at the station of the cross.com. this is our last segment for today's program go ahead dear rosa
4: okay thank you so much mother and i'm going to back up for one second and just say you asked me how i was and i started out going well i'm really sad because i am Mm -hmm. but um what during the break my um grandmother, who I actually, none of us really knew much. I met her a few times. Um, and a, a she, my mother told me late in life that um, she used to always say, she had a horrible life. I mean, horrible. <laughs> um, but she said, um, there's, it's another day of life. And in life, there is always hope. So That's I'm going right. to backtrack. And so I'm calling you mother and I have hope. <laughs> so Bravo. I feel... anyway thank you for all your readings and all your comments all right so my situation right now is this i um i have a medical background as you know and Mm -hmm. um i i've been following this even before i started thinking about the moral implications because i have Mm -hmm. had vaccines that probably Mm -hmm. did use aborted
1: right most of us haven't never knew it
4: yeah never knew it so You know, I've been following it, I've been studying, I've been looking at the, you know, everything from numbers I don't necessarily trust to, you know, just everything. So here we are down to where in other parts of the world, Israel, um, uh, Ireland, and all that, they are having very strong measures where sometimes they can't even go out of their houses if they don't have their vaccine passport. And, right. um, and we're starting that here, and it's only a matter of time. They're talking about doing infants uh, at some point, maybe by the fall. Um, and so it's, it just makes me weep because mm-hmm. I believe in my heart, you know, we, we should be able to say, I'm taking my chance. I'm sorry. I don't want it. Well, mm-hmm. um, and, and we're having new ones coming out that are using different kinds of uh, – it's getting confusing because right. different ones are coming out. Now, I just read um, from the U.K. the package insert uh, from um, AstraZeneca. I think it was AstraZeneca Mm -hmm. uh, vaccine, and it was for the general public who receive it, right? It's not for the doctors, and Mm -hmm. the ones that come for doctors are way more um, detailed. And it says right there, produced in human embryonic uh, kidney and then it gave the identification and then it just said cells and it also said, you know, present, you know, uh, um it, it had some technical terms having to do with a chimpanzee that that's I won't go, go into ahead. that. Mm-hmm. But then it, it also it also said uh, genetically modified as well. And it goes into so we have the physical it goes into the uh cell itself, goes into the met, the RNA which c- uh, communicates um, it takes over the cell, basically. We'll just say that, not mm-hmm. the DNA, necessarily. Okay, so we know all that. We also know, and I have so many friends that I, and people I know um, that are saying, you know, I would never take anything with, you know, had anything to do with abortion, and then they get, if they get, the they call me and say, hey, I had my vaccine today. So we'll put that aside. Then the next thing is my family. Um, I'm very, uh, I have almost no family. And um, my uh, one child, biological child, um, just brought in their in-laws to get the vaccine. said they're still looking at it that uh, my child may not, may not take it. But they're getting forced to take it. And I'm so distressed
1: by this. Well, no this one form, is forced but, to take it. So far, right. And, the only people right, that would be and, forced uh, to take it are the, if they're physically held down.
4: Exactly. And that's the thing, because my, my child has no faith at all, was not brought up in any
1: faith. And that's never hard. Rosa, that's, my dear that, one, I'm, you are, let me, let me interrupt you to say, as I have before, I love listening to you. you're Tremendously articulate and, and all of that. But I want to give other people a chance. So could you yes, come yes, to the so, point so of it, your question? Yes.
4: It, it all comes down to, one, I'm getting to the point in my own faith and what caused me to call you was hearing someone from EWTN talking about getting the vaccine, you know, in, in Rome. Um, and um, I, I'm having so much difficulty um, because the, um, I don't trust. I just almost don't trust anyone in the church. I trust the Eucharist. <laughs> I trust a very few priests. I trust you, but um, I'm, I feel so betrayed, not me personally, but just betrayed um, in that the example is it, we're getting, to, I'm getting too confused. I'm even thinking maybe I'm not doing this
1: right. And no, no, a, no, Rosa, uh, Rosa, no, yeah. don't let yourself be confused. That's uh, the enemy knows that's his specialty. He knows how to spread confusion and all of that. No, 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 no. I I stand that I will not take the vaccine. End of story, no matter what, no matter what. Uh, I think it's been um, understood that this is part of the so-called Great Reset and that it is in part a ploy to control the population of the world. Um, if COVID is, is dying out, there's going to be a new strain that comes up it's just, it's part of the enemy's doing to control the world. Um, no matter what they come up with, I will not take it. I will not take it. So there's no confusion in that Rosa. Um, not for me anyway. So make a decision, be at peace and let God show you if you should uh, make any other decision. Because if you read every day from everybody, you say, well, how come someone's advocating this? And why are we told that it's an act of charity to take the vaccine so that we don't get the disease? Uh, All of that. Um, I just have stopped listening to it because um, it's not an act of charity when people, babies have been murdered in order for us to live. No matter how remote it is, so um, Rosa dear, be at peace. Be at peace. If we cannot convince everyone of the evil of this, um, we cannot. We cannot. Um, But be at peace yourself. Um, And and if you decide not to take it, just let it go. Just let it go and give as much information as you can to others. And if they say even your own family, well, I'm taking it. You have no control over that. Just pray for them.
4: That's true. Thank you. That's that's clear and peaceful. And um, that's it. I will nothing else continue. to
1: do, Rosa. I'm with you I, I all feel the like way.
4: A lo- a lone lamb out here, so
1: anyway. Well, you're right. in California. I'm in Beloit, but we're not lone in the spirit. We're, we're close, yes. and we pray for each other and all others who are out there, and you're expressing what they're not able to express. So bless you for it, right. dear one. Thank you.
4: Thank you. Okay. Thank you.
1: Thank you. You're welcome, right. sweetheart. God bless you, Rosa. And everybody, you know, Jesus said the truth will set us free um, um, free from what? From death, from Satan, from hell, uh, free from lies, free from the enemy's lies. And um, there's tremendous amount of information out on on what does cure COVID and, and it, it it's not a vaccine. There's ivermectin, there's something new that I don't know the name of offhand, hydrochloroquine, um, just take... Good doses of vitamin D, D3 uh, daily, vitamin A and vitamin C. And, and just keep keep your body healthy. Um, uh, most of those who have died from COVID uh, have been deficient of these vitamins. So go and get vitamin D3, vitamin A, vitamin C, all the vitamins, but good dose of those three and give yourself to them every day, minimum 2,000 units of vitamin D3. And pretty much that's the best thing you can do and stay healthy. God bless you, and we'll speak with you tomorrow.